Kids Classics. Oh, in Kids Classic this week, uh, we round off the uh, Fallen Friends trilogy with uh, Cheryl Wheeler or Cheryl Wheeler Duncan, uh, the first and only stunt woman that I ever had the privilege to interview. Stunt woman actress and producer Cheryl Wheeler Duncan uh, she had been in a ton of movies I love from John Carpenter films they live demolition man she uh, was a longtime uh, friend and double for Rene Russo she was a three-time world kickboxing champion and a second Dan black belt and famously suffered uh, some great injuries doing the clock tower chase scene from back to the future 2 as she doubled for uh, actress Darlene Vogel in that scene. That's the hoverboard uh, chase sequence from Back to the Future 2. Sadly, uh, Cheryl's life was uh, cut short, but not before. Uh, I had the great privilege of sitting down with her, ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Wheeler. Give her a big hand. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Wow, Australia. I'm excited. Yes, we're excited to have you. So, Cheryl, for... Um, glad. <laughs> we're excited to have you here down under. Um, so, I guess for the uninitiated, for I mean, I know your work, and, and there's a lot of people listening that probably do, but for the uninitiated who may be listening, could you give us a little bit of a... Uh, uh, a little bit of a bio, uh, how you came to... Uh, your profession and um, sure yeah. sure yes of course um, well I I, um, I started out um, you know as an athlete I grew up with I grew up with five brothers and no sisters so that kind of started out my career <laughs> of uh, trying to you know learn how to be tough amidst a whole bunch of testosterone and I have I have no sisters so I grew up you know rough and tough and tumbling and and fighting with my brothers and uh, wanting to hang out with the boys and doing what the boys do. So naturally I fell into um, <clears throat> some couple of different things that, that that's mainly a, a boy's world, you know. And um, I started out, uh, get, I got into martial arts when I was about 14, 15 years old in high school. And I really, I had an affinity for it. I really loved it. And it um, just changed my, it really changed my life, you know. I, I kind of grew up very... Uh, quiet, kind of meek, you know, I had a bunch of brothers, they just kind of overran me, and um, and martial arts really helped me kind of come into my own, and um, it was uh, a huge life-changing sport for me, and an art, you know, and something that taught me discipline, and taught me how to be tough, and taught me how to uh, just, just kind of, um, just the, the whole discipline of it mentally, and physically, and spiritually, it just really, really um, set me on a, a really cool, I think, path uh, in life. And so I, I got into martial arts. I got my black belt. It was in a, in a style called, um, it was a Japanese style called Yoshikai Karate, very popular in the Southeast in the United States. And it was, of course, very big in Japan. But, um, <clears throat> and then from there, I got into, uh, we had an amateur team of, of guys that got into kickboxing in my karate school. And I, started doing that as well. And um, 
And I used to just do it for the fun of it. I would go for the workouts. You know, before women got into kickboxing and doing all the kickboxing classes, we would just go to the boxing gym and train. And it was such a cool workout. It was such a good workout. And uh, it was great self-defense. And it was great cardiovascular. And um, so I started doing that. And then, I don't know, the team went somewhere. I think it was a little town that you would never have heard of, but it was called Rome, Georgia. Right. <laughs> Not Rome, Italy, but Rome, Georgia. And we had a, 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 a couple of um, kickboxing matches there. And there was a girl there from Rome that wanted to compete. And so the guys asked me if I wanted to do it. I got involved in it. Went and competed, won my match, and um, from there, I never looked back. I had one promoter after another calling me and saying, hey, would you like to compete on my, my kickboxing card? And so I started traveling all over the, the Southeast and then all over the United States, and I ended up going to uh, Hong Kong and fighting. I went to uh, Holland and fought, um, and I ended up winning a world title in kickboxing, and from that, uh, I segged into the movie industry. I was trying to get into, uh, I would call myself an action actor, you know, because I was trying to do martial arts films. It was back when the Ninja Turtles were big and, you know, uh, Steven Seagal. And there was, there was a lot of different martial arts films, but there were no real good women. And um, or, there, were, there was a few, but, you know, there, there weren't that many. So I moved out to L.A., Los Angeles, and I... Um, pursued the film industry and played a few parts doing martial arts playing myself but I ended up meeting a bunch of stunt people on one particular film and back then it was the uh, you know the actresses of my time back then in the 1980s were like Daryl Hannah or Kathleen Turner or you know the, the, you know kind of the you know, they were all my height, and some of the stunt people in the film were like, man, you should be doing stunt work. You know, you could be working all the time uh, if you pursued it because you're the right height and you're the right size, and you could double a lot of the leading ladies. And, you know, Hollywood, you're trying to do acting jobs, and, and it's just a lot harder to break into. So I started doing the stunt work, and I realized that I loved it and uh, that they were, you know, the ones that had all the fun because they got to do all the action. And so I, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of how I stagged into the movie industry, the stunt business, yeah. you know, as, as through, through my martial arts. And then I learned how to do driving and high falls. And as I, as I kind of continued in my career, I started learning to do other things, but I had grown up riding horses and very athletic. And so, you know, it was just a natural thing for me to, to get, to, to fall into, pardon the pun, you know, right. <laughs> so Excellent. That's how I started. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you've got so many, so many uh, wonderful pictures that you've done work on. We can't possibly cover them all, but I've, I've sort of picked out a few that that are uh, favourites of mine. Uh, you know, and if, if we could go through them, and, and maybe you could tell us a little bit about your experiences on on each one, or, or what you may remember from each one. Um, of course, and I, and I and I and I did double a, a pretty big Aussie actress a few times, uh, Nicole Kidman. I oh, doubled her on okay. Malice, and I doubled I doubled her on Billy Bathgate, which I think is kind of okay. I always love doubling her. Um, she yeah. was so much fun, and you know she has that Australian accent that everyone loves. But, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun doubling her. Um, right. That was early on in her career, but right. um, it and you, was, did, you know you did, such you, a pleasure to double her. Right, and you did a lot. Uh, you doubled. Renee Russo a lot, is that true? You did a lot of her... 
Yes, yeah. I've doubled her now. I just finished a film with her, in fact, about two weeks ago. Okay. Um, she uh, she did a, a, a movie uh, in, in Los Angeles, so her husband actually directed her, Dan Gilroy, and um, we did a little, you know, a couple of nights together. It was a lot of fun, but, okay. but I doubled her initially in Lethal Weapon 3, okay. where she, you know, she was the new girl in town, and she kicked butt, and, you know, she... She had some real fun scenes in that movie, but right. the most fun thing about it was that I got to start working with her about eight weeks before production started. Right. So we started training before the movie even started. So by the time the movie started, we were we were fast friends, and we had been training together for for you know eight weeks. And um, the, the studio set us up to where we could, you know, I, I was basically teaching her how to fight. You know, she. Uh, knew nothing about kickboxing or karate or fighting. And so every day I would go to her house and we'd set up a heavy bag and we'd practice kicks and punches and, mm. um, you know, uh, stretching and, and uh, basically looking like, you know, she knew what she was doing, which, which by the time we finished and by the time production filming started, she, she did. She didn't punch like a girl. She, she punched like a like a guy she'd turn her hips and she'd put her her shoulder into her punches and mm. and her kicks and her knees and uh she she um but that was really really fun to do and i did the same thing with a, an actress named bridget fonda where i worked with her before pre-production when we did a film called point of no return mm. and uh but renee i've been doubling god i've probably done about 10 films with her now you know she's yeah. just We've become fast friends, and every time she has anything, she calls me. So, um, oh, that's great. you know, it's it's been a, a very. We were laughing about it last couple of weeks ago. We were like, "I have known you since 1992," you know, and that's a long time to, yeah. to, to have been doubling somebody. Yeah. We've had kids. We we've, we've gone through all sorts of stuff together, sure. and um, you know, so she's she's just a great actress and a and a dear friend, and mm. uh, you know, I'm just just try and take good care of her part of part of what you do as a stunt double is you take care of your your actresses it's not just doing their stunts for them but it's if they're on the ground you know getting you know beat up in a close-up scene you make sure they have knee pads on you make sure they have they, their elbows are protected you make sure that they're being taken care of you know and that's yeah. what causes an actress to call you back and say hey well i want cheryl to double me because cheryl's going to take care of me and that's yeah. what i've always tried to do with her and um and the other actresses that I've doubled over the years, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. yeah, it's been a, it's real been a real blessing for a job. Yeah, no, I've, it wasn't that long ago I spoke to uh, Peter Kent, who was Arnold Schwarzenegger's longtime uh, uh, double for about oh, I don't know eleven years or something. He was uh, he, right, he was Arnold, right. I remember yeah, Peter. Yeah, yeah. He, he was Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, guy. Um, so yeah, it was very, yeah. very interesting because like, like your relationship with Renee, he pretty much had a similar relationship with, with Arnold. They, they hung out, you know, all the time because, you know, he, they become close because, you know, he's the guy that, uh, like you say, would take care of, you know, I mean, Arnold doesn't look like a guy who'd need much taking care of, but, um, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, Renee, Renee, yeah. we're... Renee was the exact opposite. She was like, let Cheryl do everything. <laughs> she, she did not want to do any of it. And, and then she was like a, a dream to double because she really didn't like doing, she wasn't one of those actors that had a big ego. Well, I do all my own stunts. Renee's like, get Cheryl in here. I don't want to hit the ground. Um, just the other day we were doing a thing where I, I, I had to dive out of the way of this big 
Falling Rock, the stunt that she had to do for this last movie I doubled her on. And, and, and you know, her husband was directing her, and he goes, okay, Renee, now we got to do a close-up close of you. We've already got Cheryl <laughs> diving out of the way. Right. Now we have to do a close-up of you. And so we were trying to figure out how to make it look like you know, she was really taking a fall without really hurting her, you know, and, and, and so I kind of tried to show her what to do, and she started laughing, she goes, oh, heck no, I'm not doing that, she goes, get Cheryl to do it, shoot it, shoot her from behind, <laughs> she goes, I can't do that, I can't, I'm gonna hurt my back, you know, so it was really funny, and I, and I, I thought, my gosh, she's so much fun to double, because she just, she liked me to do everything, and that's what, that's what you want, you know, it's a stunt double, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, let me do it all, and and you sit back and 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 enjoy the ride. So she's always been real good about that. So it's always been really fun to to double her because she was always so uh, accommodating. It's like I don't want to do any of it. Get Cheryl to do it, you know. So, yeah. but but you do. You end up taking care of them. You 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 make sure they're okay. You don't want them to get hurt. And um, I, that's the old school stunt way, you know. It's yeah. it's take care of your actor and you're not the star, let them be the star and, and you take care of them and, and they call you back. They want you to, to, to be there for them because you, you are, it's all about them. And that's, that's, that, that's what my job is, you know, as right. a stunt double to make them look good and to take care of them. Mm. Um, you've worked with a couple of uh, directors that uh, I admire um, on a few occasions with uh, John Carpenter with the likes of Memoirs of the Invisible Man, um, uh, Ghosts of Mars. They live. They live. What was yeah. your uh, what were your experiences like with with John and those movies? You know, in those movies, I was in more like to be honest with you, I was in more of kind of a group scene with okay. him. I, right. I I thought that he was. Uh, I mean, I never worked with him one on one, like okay. got to really know him. Right, right. But but I will say this: he was very appreciative of the stunt people. Right, right. And um, he, he does, he, he does you know, I think he's done. Yeah, he's done a lot of action stuff, so he is yeah. very appreciative of what, what stunt people bring to the film. But not yeah. all directors are. No, and no. I think John Carpenter was very uh, graceful and grateful to the action. Yeah. people you know and so I, I love that about him and right. and if you you know you, you do a stunt and and if you know you get up and he'd say okay are you okay do you have another one in you or can you can can you do another one for me you know we're going to shift the cam camera angle and it was like yes sir and so he was very very um respectful and uh you know some people um wrongly but some some of the directors are kind of like oh stunts are a necessary evil and i think that mentality has changed a lot but I think sometimes you kind of feel that way, um, you know, because, you know, stunt people, you just, you have to have them, you know, right. whether they're as a double or, or just in the action scenes. But, um, and sometimes directors get a little frustrated because it's, it's not the art part of, 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 of the, the creative part of the film. Right. It, it is, but you know what I'm saying? Some directors don't look at it that way. John Carpenter was always very, very grateful to the stunt people. And most of the directors actually that I have worked with are like that. Richard right. Donner was yeah. very much like that. Um, right. John Badham, very much like that. Mm. He, 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 um, he did Point of No Return mm. and he was such a grace, graceful, you know, just, just 
grateful man to all the stunt people. Um, you know, always wanting to make sure you were okay afterwards and, hey, can you do another one? And um, most all of them really have been that way. And, and, you know, Richard Donner was so great with the stunt people. Um, I loved working on the Lethal Weapon series with him. He was amazing. They're getting ready to do another one. Did you hear? They're doing a Lethal Weapon 5. Wow. Yeah, so with Renee said that she's going to retire okay. after that. Okay. She said, I'm going to retire after this one. Wow. But, uh, but she said, I'm, I'm going to do this one with, with Mel and Danny and everybody, you know, Joe Pesci, and I think the whole gang is coming back aboard. Wow. So that's that's yeah. kind of exciting. It's going to be something. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Mel and, I know. Mel and Danny are getting on. Um, yeah. I know, I know. We were all laughing. We're gonna yeah. be, they're gonna be shooting from, you know, with walkers. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, I think they got a little life left in them, but, but they are getting up there. I mean, Danny's yeah. older than Mel, I know, yeah, yeah. and I, I, but I think that they're all, you know, I think it's gonna be a little bit of a different kind of a movie. Right. Yeah. Renee, Renee was telling me that the script is more, not so much action and you know rolling and you know going crazy, but it's more um, serious. Yeah. I, I, if that makes sense, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the script. All I know that they have uh, Warner Brothers gave it a gave it a green flag, and wow. uh, that they are, you know, they're 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 proceeding to to start shooting in first of next year. Wow. So we'll see what happens with it. It's but um, yeah, I, I'm excited about doing it. It's funny, Lethal Weapons starting to become like the Police Academy movies. They just keep making them. <laughs> yeah, I know. And now there's a TV series too that you know, you I know, know yeah. it's a different type of show. But yeah. but uh, yeah, so but we'll we'll see what happens with it. I'm I'm uh, I'm hopeful that the, the the script will be um you know you know no matter what it'll be a great script. And they're both such good actors, all of them. Yeah, so yeah. it should be entertaining. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, you know, taking into the yeah. taking into account the age of the the actors now. I mean, obviously. Um, no, I'm not discounting, right. not discounting. They probably can't, you know. I mean, uh, I remember Harrison Ford famously once saying, you know, is it when he was playing when he played Indiana Jones again after so long? And they said, was it tough to do? And he said, well, I faked it before. <laughs> I could fake it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, right, right, mm. yeah. And just let your stunt double do all the work. Yeah. You know, gosh. Yeah. But um, you worked with you worked with Robert Rodriguez a couple of times too on Machete and uh, Spy Kids Four. Um, what was working yeah. with Robert? Yeah, and like I did him? a movie called Shorts with him as Shorts, well. Yeah, he's um, um, he's a, a very he was a kid movie. Yeah, he's a very hands uh, hands on master of all trades kind of director. Was that your experience with Robert? Yeah, he was uh, again. He was very appreciative of all the stunt people. Um, I, I liked him a lot. He was very quiet. A lot of times he had his first, uh, you know, first assistant director shout out all the commands, you know, it's right. like, do this, do that. And he, he would just kind of do a lot of whispering in his first AD's ear. But, um, with the stunt people, he had kind of a special affinity with them. And, and, uh, and then I worked on a film with him as well, Sim City 2, um, and I, my dog worked on it, you know, and he was, and I, I tell you, I, it's kind of funny, but I always say, you know, you watch how somebody is with animals and you'll, 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 you'll find out their character. And he was so kind to my dog. I mean, I, I had a, he, he picked my little dog out of, you know, 20 or 30 dogs. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I have a good friend in Austin, Texas that, uh, you know, provides animals to, to movies and, 
he picked my little girl out and uh and she uh worked on the film for a couple of days and uh he was just so kind and sweet to this little guy this, this little dog of mine and so i was there on set you know while they were filming and um he's just very sweet you know he's very sweet he's, he's a musician he's an artist he's good at what he does and um and and he really is one of those directors that that loves stunt people and right. and uh, i thought he was a good guy i really did mm, mm. you know quiet but but very very he knows what he wanted and he he you know he, he's he's a, he's a good man to work with he really mm. is you worked on a movie I, I i really enjoy and i keep uh, watching it over the years was demolition man what did you what was your role or your your work on Demolition Man like? There was a scene with, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out on the the, 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 the black gentleman's name. I, oh, I'm, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, sorry. Um, really nice guy, but he, I was uh, doubling Sandra in that scene where they had the big fight scene together in okay. the movie. Right. And, um, and that, so that, I was on that, Joel, Joel Silver was the producer on that, mm -hmm. and uh, I was on that for about a week, and it was a really fun show. Um, you know, Sandra is so talented as an as an athlete. I mean, you know, I was there for, if she needed help, but, you know, a lot of it she did herself, and, um, you know, I would, I would rehearse the scenes for her mainly, and then she would get in there and put it together and do it, and uh, there's a few scenes where it's actually me. But a lot of it's her, and I was just there kind of rehearsing, you know, and, and you know, putting the scene together with the stunt coordinator. Right. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, that was a great a great show to work on. Mm. I mean, you know, Sandra was amazing, and she's very athletic. Right. And, uh, you know, she used to be a dancer. I mean, she can kick high. She can put power behind her kicks. I mean, she, right. she, um really didn't need a stunt double but but right. you know it was it was fun to, to work on it yeah. Yeah, still get residuals from it yeah. and it was uh it was a fun job That's and cool. i had just that kind of reunited me with joel silver who was the producer on um lethal weapon 3 and lethal right. weapon 4 and i'd done several other films with him so when i saw him on that show he was like oh my gosh cheryl <laughs> this was renee's double and he was real excited to see me and oh, um great. and we put together a, a good fight scene so yeah that was a that was a fun movie it really was so when when um, you when you again sit down, sandra was yeah sorry go ahead now when you when you sit down to organize these scenes do you do you and the stunt coordinator and the actress Obviously, like I've I've never really understood how it works. Do you decide which parts you are going to do and which parts she is going to do, or do you both train together to do the whole thing? Uh, and then they what what you do what they do is they take the stunt coordinator gets with the stunt people right. and they say, okay, we got to work out a fight scene. And this is what happens. There's a big fight scene, like for instance, Lethal Weapon Three. Okay, okay. Yes. that that fight scene in the garage. Remember when she yes. fights the five guys in yeah, the garage? Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, we got into the garage and we all stood around. The actors were nowhere to be seen, and the stunt coordinator says, "Okay, we need to put a fight together that looks real. Right. Uh, I don't want it to look chopstocky. I don't want it to look look like a Bruce Lee movie. Right. I want it to look real. I want I want you to utilize what's in this garage." to make it look real. I mean, right. if she's going to grab a can of paint and throw it at the guy, let her do that. If she's going to, you know, like, she let down that car jack on the one guy's foot. She slammed right. the hood on another guy. 
she threw that piece of, I can't remember what it was, but she threw some automotive thing. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. We, I threw it at the one guy and hit him. Uh, you know, so, so they said, let's put together something that looks real and that looks realistic and that would be believable with her fighting five guys because think about it. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's not going to happen if she's just throwing her, throwing this. Yeah. Uh, and so, so we all start, you know, throwing in ideas, you know, I'll do this. What about this? And, and everybody's putting in their two cents okay. and then we put together a fight. And then what we do is after we all agree on something and we shoot a couple of masters, kind of like a rehearsal yeah. uh, with all the stunt people, then we bring the actors in and the director, and then we say, okay, this is what we put together, and we'll show them the fight scene, and then the director is like, well, you know what, that might not work with my camera angle, let's adjust this, or let's adjust that, and then we'll change things around a little bit, but we really didn't change much with that fight scene in the garage, he loved it, right. he said, one camera, we're going to shoot it all as a master, and then we'll come in and we'll do close-ups with Renee, so... Right. We shot that one scene with a master, with, with one big camera angle. Right. I think there was a couple of camera angles, but we shot that one scene one time. That was it. Right. And then we brought Renee in, and we did close-ups with her, like flipping Hori and Gracie over her shoulder. You know, that was, uh, we did a close-up of that, and right. then we did a close-up of her doing a few other things, but, right. but the, all of the... The, the whole master long shot was me. Right. And um, and so that's kind of how they do it. So they'll bring the actor in at the last minute okay. and right. say, what do you feel comfortable with doing? And if, if and Renee didn't really want to do a whole lot, she's just like, okay, well, I can fake the flip and I can, I can throw it, you know. But, but she, she just said, let's use the long shot for the right. most part. And then we did a couple of close-up coverage with her. And right. so that's how they do it, you okay. know. And, then if, and if the actor comes in, and has a, a big, you know, thing to say, like, well, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this way. Then, of course, we would change it to fit the actor, right. you know. But but basically, the stunt people and the stunt coordinator put put it together, and then the actors just they they come in for the close ups and and uh, and and do what they can do, and that's kind of how. It, it works, you know, yeah. for the most part, because the actors are all shooting dialogue while we're putting together this fight, right, yeah. you know, and so, uh, you know, that's just how it works. It's, it's the most time-efficient thing that you can do. They can't be a part of all of it, you know, uh, they just can't, that's nor do they want to be. They, they, they're like, show me what to do, and I'll do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Well, we better devote a bit of time um, to the the topic at hand, which is the uh, martial arts kid and its <clears throat> and its sequel. Um, what brought you to the martial arts kid? Well, I my, I have a lot of good friends that are martial artists, and um, you know Don Wilson, yep. James Wilson, who I'm sure you've talked to. James yeah. is uh, my co-producer, okay. and James is. Um, James is uh, someone that uh, that I've known for years. He used to be my manager when I when I kickboxed years ago. Okay. He was my fight manager, believe wow. it or not. Okay. So he he and I have known each other forever, and we we got together and decided to do a um, a film together and bring bring all of our buddies, our martial art buddies that could act right. together. And uh, then we then we we of course hired we had casting hire a couple of pretty good actors one to play the martial arts kid, yeah. uh, Jansen Panettiere, and then uh, Catherine Newton, 
very good actors in their own right. And Jansen was a pretty good athlete as well. Right. So, um, we, we, we Bill, Bill's calling me. I, I don't know. Um, so we, um, call Bill. I don't know. So we, uh, we, we pulled everybody together and we put together this film and, um, and, uh, we, we put, we, we raised the money. We, we, you know, and so, and so this little film turned out to be a really good film. I mean, we won film awards. We won, we took it to a couple of different film festivals. The Dove Foundation awarded us as a five Dove recommendation for family films. And it just, it just, you know, it was, it was an idea that we had. I've always wanted to produce. I've always wanted to be behind the camera. And it was just kind of a natural stepping stone for me uh. to do. And, uh, with, with James as well, he was, you know, he's always managed people. He's always, you know, promoted people. And it was just a natural thing for him to kind of come together and do this film as a producer. So, and Don and Cynthia were, were help producing it. And then Michael Baumgarten, our director, um, did a heck of a job doing this film. Yeah. Um, he's been a unit production manager. He's been a, you know, producer. He's been a, he's, he's, he's worn a lot of hats in the industry, a director. And so we just put this film together and it turned out great. We were so proud of it. And um, it won so many awards. We had so much good attention from it. And uh, it was just a natural fit. I've, I've done, I've produced two, three films so far. I've wow. done another, I did another documentary called Holy Hell. Right. And that won some awards too. It premiered at Sundance and uh, did real well. CNN ended up buying it and it was on, it was, premiered on television and and then we did another film called paying mr mcgetty which is also we're just now getting ready to launch that and it's done quite well um and then we decided to do a sequel because we had set the original martial arts kid up for a sequel you know and uh so it's just kind of a natural thing to try and do it at this time so that's um we're excited about you know getting that up and running and yeah. um so when do you we're, start? we're in the middle of raising money for it right now okay so that hasn't begun production yet no it no. has not no, we have okay. not actually started production with it okay, right. but um we're excited about it and uh yeah. we are in the midst of raising money for it which we i don't know how i, I haven't checked in with him of late but we yeah done pretty well in the raising money department you know yeah. it's, you know it's an independent film so we're yeah. we're doing it a little bit different than a big studio would but um but uh we're, we're we're feeling really good about you know uh how it's going along so far yeah no i spoke to uh, i've spoken to don and cynthia and a couple of the um uh, tj storm uh, yeah tj storm he's great he's great the man the man who was godzilla um and uh, yeah, and some of the actor. actors, Brandon and uh, Matthew. Uh, so yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful picture. I enjoyed the first one. Can't wait for the second one. It sounds like you've got to go, oh, so I'm going to let you go. Uh, much as I'd love to t- keep talking to you because it's been marvelous um, to talk to you. No, it's been a lot of fun. No, it's not, my husband was just saying, "How long are you going to be?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, I'm very excited to talk to you, and and yeah. so excited that you. 
have taken such an interest and in, we, we have very high hopes for the film and yeah. appreciate you spreading the word and yeah. I'm so glad you liked the first one and yeah. you know we hope that the second one makes a, an even bigger splash you know we've That's got great. more money to put toward this last, this, this, this sequel and you know you know the, the actors are high caliber you know and the actors beforehand were great TJ sure, and Don yeah. and Cynthia yeah. Jans, and everybody did such a great job on the first one, and I couldn't be prouder of, of you know, the cast and, and their performances. So, you know, just a little more money is going to help us make it a better film. So that's what we're that's what we're looking forward to with the second sequel. That's fantastic. Well, Cheryl, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Same you know, here. We, we could talk a lot longer because you've done so much wonderful things. You'll, you'll, have, to, you'll have to write a book or something. Or, you know, and I know. I need the, to. Put, I need to write a book about all the some stories. of the crazy stuff I've done. And, yeah, all the stories. But I appreciate it. It was such such a pleasure talking to you, and I'm sure you could write one too. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, but it's such a pleasure. And thank you for taking the interest, the time, and yeah. and we'll stay in touch. Okay. Lovely, Cheryl. Thank you very much, and have a good uh, rest of the evening now. You too. Thank all you. All right. Here it is.